Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. Need a place to talk sports? You've come to the right place. CBS Sports Radio. Live from Milwaukee, it's Bart Winkler. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler, 855-212-4227, 855-212-4CBS. You can find us on the Odyssey app, of course. You can find us on Sirius XM 158. I am at Bart Winkler or Bart Winkler Show, just depending on what was available. Uh, if you want to communicate that way on social media. David Shepard's here as well. We'll have Marco on the updates coming up. Um, one of the things, and you hear there, uh, it's the top of every hour. I'm physically located in Milwaukee. Um, for those of you that, that don't know, that's in Wisconsin. And for those of you that don't know, that's like in the Midwest. <laughs> it's like live from Milwaukee. <laughs> it's like it's it's a little north of Chicago, if you know where that is. So. That's what that's where I am. And one of the things that I'm very conscious of is trying not to just like be like, hey, I'm in Milwaukee. Here's 80 things about Milwaukee. You have the Packers lose over the weekend. So talk about that a little bit last night. Then the Bucks fire their coach today. Maybe hire Doc Rivers. Still not sure on that. Still don't know what a CNN sport is. And then there's some news that the baseball team around here, the Milwaukee Brewers, are given a two-year deal for $34 million to Reese Hoskins, formerly the first baseman of the Phillies. So there's a lot going on here that's making it real hard for me to just not put on a cheese head and eat a bratwurst and douse it in sauerkraut and then drink a tin of mustard while downing some spotted cow with a brandy old-fashioned as the chaser. In fairness, they not just fired their head coach. They fired a head coach in his first year who has the second best record in the NBA. Now, this guy... Uh, I might go milk a cow between breaks. There you go. It's good exercise. It's more than Adrian Griffith's going to get the next month or so. Um, poor man. Yeah, man. Hey, this guy, this guy, Reese Hoskins, though, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't. In fairness, I don't think 99.9% of our audience knows who that is. Well, it's because he's a baseball player. <laughs> well, he's not a star. I mean, I know the st- I know the stars. I don't know every baseball player like I do the NFL and the NBA, but I know stars. He ain't a star. He's like a he's like a borderline star. He's like a he's good. At, it's nice if he's on your fantasy team. Okay, <laughs> but he hasn't made an All Star game. Um, mm-hmm. He was he was fourth in Rookie of the Year voting in his first year in seventeen. Right. I mean, he's, he was a former Philly, right? Uh yeah. And doesn't he bat like two twenty? Uh, his career batting average is two forty two. Okay, I I mean yeah. Ooh, we got a big, we got a big, we got a big uh, point of 
possible contention here. What's that? Well, real quick, where are you on batting average? I mean, if look, if it's Tony Gwynn, you know, hitting over 370, 360 when the guy is in his late 30s, that's not an underrated statistic. If you can't get the ball in play safely more than a quarter of the time, you're not a star. Now, if you are Mark McGuire, steroids or not steroids, and you bat 240 and you're dinging 70 home runs a season, I know he was juiced, but so is pretty much everyone else. Not everyone, but most of the guys. That's a star. So your pro batting average? Yeah, if if you can, so yeah, I, I I just know a lot of people that are right. like batting average is irrelevant. Sure, the whip, and to yeah. those people, no, I was I I am not that person. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because you, you know, I am pro batting average, right? Because you can make a legitimate argument on base percentage means even more. And then when you hit with runners in scoring position, that's even the most significant thing. What um, if I want to know how many times a guy hits the ball and and how many at bats? Uh, is there a stat for that? Yeah, it's called batting average. Exactly. Okay, good. Yeah, I'm pro batting average. All right. 855-212-4227. Let's get to Adam in Buffalo. What's up, Adam? Oh, what's up, Bart? It's Adam in Toronto, but, yeah, I'm Toronto. just a bad Bills fan, so it doesn't matter. Um, That's all right. Look, <laughs> look, first of all, thanks for taking Reese Hopkins off the market and Brewers. You know, the Blue Jays continue to do nothing in free agency other than plus my cojones on getting it with Tawny. So this is just wonderful news to me. Um, and, yes, batting average, it, it, it indeed matters. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story here, Bart. At Blue Jays games, they don't even show batting average on the scoreboard anymore. They I know. A lot, of, a lot of places don't. It's brutal. It's, they just show OPS or OBP. It's like that. Who cares? Show me the average. I don't want a guy who's got a 320 OBP or whatever and a 200 batting average. Like, show me the average. Man, I don't care if they feel bad about themselves. I want to see that average. But, uh, look, what's happened in Milwaukee is a shame. There's got to be something else going on, like Shaq said, because this just does not happen. I mean, like, unless he's a disaster like Urban Meyer, but these guys are, what, in second place in the NBA, third place in the entire league. So there's definitely something else going on, man. It's just it's really fishy. And I don't I don't know, is Giannis hard to coach? Like, it's just, what's the, is this his third coach in his career or second? This would be his – he had Larry Drew, he had Jason Kidd, he had Mike Budenholzer, he had Adrian Griffin, and now he'll have maybe Doc Rivers. So this is his fifth – going to be his fifth coach in his career. So I, I, I don't know what's going on, man, but it's, it'll be interesting what, what's going to happen in the next coming, uh, coming days. But uh, my last NFL point I want to say is that – Well, it's actually, it's, am, it's actually uh, going to be a six because it wasn't Joe – What's his name? Joe Prunty? Wasn't that a coach too? Uh, Joe Prunty was right. the interim coach. <laughs> oh, and technically, <laughs> technically is the interim coach right now. By the way, Adam, I, I never do this. I am so used to thinking Adam from Toronto, but I know how hardcore you are about Buffalo. I literally put Buffalo. Oh, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I would love to be from Buffalo so I could go to more Bills games and be more sad than I already am, but... I love Buffalo, so I am not offended. But, yes, I am indeed in, in the country of Canada right now. But my last NFL point, and then I'll hang up and listen, is, uh, first of all, I'm becoming a uh, temporary Lions fan over the next three weeks, and I'm going to root my heart out for that, for that team because I, I love Dan Campbell. But, Bart, what if everybody's talking about this Super Bowl theory about uh, that the colors being matching up and, and all this crap. What if the last game this year is the first game that started it between the Lions and Chiefs? What do you think about that, man? How about that for a theory? That would be I think that would be a great game. I would be I would be rooting the lines the whole the whole way, man. Um 
I just, I, nobody's talked about that yet, man. How, how the Chiefs and Lions opened it up. What if, what if they, they close it up? Oh, I would love that as a matchup. I think that would be great. Uh, Adam in Toronto. Thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. Thank you. I would, uh, I would love that. I think it would be a nice kind of bookend of the season. And also, there were a lot of fans uh, that root for Detroit that I have talked to that said that that was the biggest win of their life. Now, obviously, that has changed. Uh, they've had about four or five biggest wins of their life in the last two months and maybe another one this weekend. But that was a big game. That, that helped tell you. I mean, you're playing the Chiefs, Super Bowl defending champions in their place. And you had that kind of showing. You had that kind of win. Uh, and it kind of set the tone for the season. So to bookend that at the end of the year with everything that the Lions have gone through, just being a team that gets this far with everything that the Chiefs have gone through, I think that that would be a good Super Bowl. I think that we're in a spot where the Super Bowl should be a good one no matter what happens here. And you've got a lot of great storylines. You could have the Niners uh, trying to finally see if Brock Purdy's good and if they can get over the hump. They've been to a couple, haven't won one. The Lions, of course. It's been a long time since they've been able to win one. The uh, Chiefs would, would, I mean, there's, you want to ask if they're a dynasty. It looks like, yes, this would further cement it. And then maybe a coronation of Lamar Jackson, who has won an MVP, might win another one, but could have a Super Bowl on that and completely change the narrative on him. So Super Bowl matchup should be good regardless. I hope that the games this weekend are good. A lot of people watched those games last weekend, 50 million people watching the Bills and Chiefs. What normally happens, uh, I'm a ratings dork, so I can kind of tell you, is that the divisional round draws about 25 to 30 for these games. And the championship rounds draw about 50. And then the Super Bowl gets about 100, 110 million, million people. But it's kind of been escalating. The wild card rounds are getting some 25. There were 23 just for that Peacock game, for Peacock. And then this weekend, 40, 50, and now who knows what it's going to be next weekend. Although I don't know if... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if either of them outdraw Bills Chiefs. That was that was TV magic. CBS Sunday night, Mahomes, Allen. It was uh it was definitely something to uh, a good moment for them. And uh a lot of people watched their television that night. Mr. Positive Greg is in Michigan, eight five five two one two four two two seven. Hey Greg. Hey Bart. Hey Shep. Um, thanks, Dave from Miami. And just for uh, FYI. I live uh, outside of Detroit, but it's coming around. I'm uh, appreciative of Dave from Miami. Uh, apologies. That's a good man. That's a good man there, you guys. Um, the, the, the Lions, obviously, I think they have a great chance to win. But the person uh, that I think is going to win a Super Bowl, even though he's been losing, is uh, Josh Elvis Allen. I think he's just got way too much talent, way too much um, uh, ability to not uh, uh, win. And I think they've got to uh, really put, you know, better people around him. Yes, Steph Diggs is great, but sometimes I don't think his mind's there. I just, I don't know. I, You know, he's a little bit contentious. You guys might be able to articulate that a little bit better, but uh, I just sense that... Uh, you know, when there's a first sign of uh, trouble, he loses it and might start blaming other people. But uh, you know, other than that, um, it's it's a gr- it's great stuff. And you're right, Bart. Wow, fifty million, forty million, a hundred million. Yep, 
NFL is still king. Hey, um, thank you for taking my call, you guys, and everybody go for your dreams. Well, Mr. Positive, thank you. Uh, I would argue that the NFL, whenever TV as we know it, like, and we're seeing a lot more things go to streaming, I, I still think the WWE news is massive. And I want to talk about that a little bit more tonight, too. But the NFL is saving. You'd be mad that a game's on Peacock here or that Thursday's on Amazon. But the NFL is saving not just cable television, but broadcast television. The NFL is saving that. I mean, people used to watch like like ER and Friends and Everybody Loves Raymond, all that stuff. 25, 30 million people would watch that live. Like That's what we did. We went home, 8 o'clock, let's watch this. And then we don't do that anymore. We DVR or on demand or don't don't even watch it at all. Don't even know what a show is. How many of these shows have you seen previews for? Like this new Jim Cryer one. You're never going to watch that. You, you, the only thing you're going to see of it is the is the previews. Hey man, put some yeah. respect on the guy's name, man. John Cryer. Yeah, but nobody's watching this new show. <laughs> do you do you hold it against me that I've been married to this guy for 17 years? Yes. <laughs> hey, nobody's watching Bart, that. Bart. Come on now. Like you, you, you know more than just sports. You, whether you like, man, that guy's a TV legend. I know he is, but okay. back, so Two and a Half Men was a top-rated show for right, a long right. time. P- people go, people go watch John Cryer. No, no one's watching this new show. What? Nobody watches TV anymore. They do watch TV. Mm. They do watch TV. In fact, you might have been the one that said this because streaming is so complicated and it's actually getting more expensive. People are actually reverting back to TV. Yeah, it's uh, i I'm just saying that like this John Cryer show is not going to be a hit like oh. the old John Cryer show. Okay, okay, so that's not a front against John Cryer. It's a front against his oh, new show. Oh no, okay, no, good, by good. no means. Am good, I, good, good. Now, am I picking on John Cryer? Let me not ask to you a question. Hit that nerve, but if you found Charlie Sheen was going back on television, would you tune in? No. Okay. All right. Charlie Sheen's popularity intersected a time where I was doing music radio. Right. So I, every day I had a new drop about Charlie Sheen and how many times, like, I, I like I to, to compete in the ratings, I had to play winning, <laughs> tiger blood. It's like, God dang it, man. <laughs> this is not entertainment. There was at one point, this is crazy to say this, for people that weren't really around back then, that are the, the, our younger audience part, but there was a time in 2011 he was the most famous person on the planet. Oh, yeah. Sheen was huge. It's crazy. Sheen was massive. Um, Mr. Positive, we were talking about QBs that could next get to a Super Bowl. I put this poll up. I'll ask you because I think my audience is still a little skewed on the uh, when I put a poll up. So I asked which quarterback gets to a Super Bowl first. And I'm talking about the quarterbacks that lost this weekend. C.J. Stroud lost, Jordan Love lost, Baker Mayfield lost, Josh Allen lost. I got 1% for Baker Mayfield. I got 9% for C.J. Stroud. I got 16% for Josh Allen. I got 72% for Jordan Love. The argument being it's hard to pick an AFC quarterback with Mahomes and Lamar Jackson and Burrow in there. But of the four, is it most likely that Josh Allen, Jordan Love, Baker Mayfield or C.J. Stroud see a Super Bowl first? What do you think? I'm looking for this poll that you put. 
because I want to actually answer the question too. Uh, I got it. Got it. Got it. I did it yesterday. Okay. Got oh, I, see, hour. I see it. Yeah. I see it. Okay. You're thousand percent right. Jordan Love has seventy three percent. Josh Allen has sixty two. Uh, about like, 16%. I, like that's a little skewed. Yes. So so let me just say this. I love the audience that you have brought to CBS Sports Radio. You have a lot of loyal listeners and followers, and I think they've been great so far. Fantastic. They are dead wrong on this. They are dead wrong on this. Okay, I understand the Packers and the influx with Watson and Dobbs and along with Jordan Love and the youth that they have. So I get why that would be a choice. It shouldn't be the choice. The choice is a quarterback that every year, every year, gets to the divisional round. And remember, he has finally an offensive coordinator comparable to Brian Dable in Joe Brady. He's going to be the first quarterback of these four to get to a Super Bowl, whether it's Mahomes standing in his way, Joe Burrow. They're going to figure it out, Bart. They're close. They're knocking on the door. Yeah, it doesn't seem like they're going to make a change. We uh, speculated or just kind of kicked that around last night. Uh, if there was anything they could do with with coaching, there will be some personnel changes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, Buffalo has been there year in and year out. They just can't get over the hump, and I think we're – people were answering the question love over Allen is because one, yes, I have more Packer fan followers than anyone else. And then two, uh, the AFC is a little more loaded with quarterbacks. And I think that the image of Josh Allen losing again to Patrick Mahomes is still so fresh that uh, that might be the answer there, but something fun to talk about. That's, that's what we do here. It's like, Hey guys, it's like, we're just hanging out at a bar talking sports. And that's what we'll keep doing with you guys. 855-212-4227. I'm Bart Winkler. That's Shep, CBS Sports Radio. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the Bart Winkler Show, heard Monday through Friday, nighttime and nationwide, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern and 7 to 10 p.m. Pacific on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio, I am Bart Winkler. David Shepard's here, and we are more than eager to talk with you. 855-212-4227. I like talking about topics and getting into the meat of them. I want to do that with the WWE deal to Netflix. I think that's a very important sports story. You might not think wrestling is a sport, but it will affect sports. And if you've ever complained about streaming, uh, this might only be the beginning. We'll do that at some point. Also want to talk to you guys with a couple different threads going on out there between wrapping up the divisional round, looking ahead to the conference championship round, trying to figure out, what the hell's going on with the Milwaukee Bucks? They fired a coach today. They may have hired Doc Rivers. They may not have. I don't know. Uh, Jay is in Maryland, 855-212-4227. Hey, Jay. Hello, Bart. How are you? Good, Jay. What's up? Um. Well, a couple things, Bart. Uh, one thing, you and Shep were talking about CNN Sports, and um, I have an iPhone, and I did a search um under under the news app and cnn does have a sports but it doesn't fall under the umbrella of 
of like a Yahoo Sports or an NBC Sports or an ABC Sports or or ESPN Sports. It just comes under the umbrella of CNN. And they have and if it and what came up with a they've got some articles on there like Brazil dominates the magical Nazir Big Wave <laughs> Challenge and then Road to Defending Australian <laughs> Open titles continue for Sabalenka and, and Djokovic and then a cat adoption group rallies behind the Buffalo Bills kicker. So you so it, but it it just it just comes under the umbrella of CNN. It doesn't come under the umbrella of CNN sports. And um, so, that, so they, I guess maybe, and one of the articles, and it left off, but it did say that um, the Bucks were thinking about hiring uh, Doc Rivers. Um, and, and I also kind of wanted to, you know, I feel, I, I like the Milwaukee Bucks. Growing up, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm a little older, but as a young boy, I followed the Bucks when, when they had Kareem and Oscar Robertson. And, and I love, I, I always thought highly of the organization, but, you know, I blame the Milwaukee brass for going out and grabbing Damian Lillard. And, and, you know, I don't blame them for getting him. He's a heck of a ball player, but he, you know, he's never been known for his defense as Shep alluded to a little earlier. And, and, and the Milwaukee brass should have known that. I mean, I mean, he'll, you know, he'll get you a rebound every now and then or a stolen or a steal, but he's not going to come in day in and day out and play defense. I mean, so, you know, it, Milwaukee, I, I can't believe they blame the coach for Milwaukee losing 141 to 137 or winning 132 to 128. I mean, anyway, and then I, one other thing I wanted to say before I hang up is, you know, I first started listening to you when you came on after JR, and I remember a couple of weeks ago, and I don't want to put words in your mouth. I don't want to get this wrong, but you you were talking baseball because you like baseball too, and you said something. I think you said that you really enjoyed day baseball, uh, daytime baseball. I think I got that right. And I think I might have things, said that there needs to be, there should be one day baseball game every day. And I totally agree with you. Growing up as a young boy in Chicago. I, one of the best memories I have as a 14, 15, and 16-year-old was me and my buddies sitting in the bleachers in Wrigley Field in, for daytime baseball. I mean, there wasn't anything better than that. And I'm going back to 68 and 69 as a 14-year-old and, and watching Ron Sano and Ernie Banks and Glenn Beckert and Don Kessinger and Billy Williams. And, oh, my God, the, the, nothing better than sitting in the bleachers taking your shirt off, daytime baseball in the beautiful sunlight of Wrigley Field. But anyway, those are just a couple things I wanted to say, and uh, um, um, I hope I haven't rambled too much. But thanks for listening, and uh, you have a great night. No, Jay, I appreciate you calling. A good call, yeah, um, with baseball. I I talk a lot about how baseball, I don't think, really tries that hard to get their product in front of a audience. They just assume you're going to watch your team and – and that's fine. They don't have everybody play on the holidays. They don't have everybody play on Memorial Day. They don't have everybody play on the 4th of July. I think they should have a game the Thursday after All-Star break to get people back into it. I think they need to do a better job of highlighting some games and finding different windows where we can watch baseball. And, you know, what would what would be the harm in the summer having a day game every day? It gives gamblers something to do. 
uh, gives kids something to do. I watched a lot of day baseball growing up. Uh, the Cubs being one of those teams. I, I like to I like to watch baseball on TV as a kid. Um, you know, I would think that there's other kids out there that might like to do that. I don't have anything else in as far as an update on uh, Doc Rivers, but there's an interesting thread of tweets. I call them tweets from Kevin Draper, the New York Times. Here's what he thinks happened. Uh, Kevin Draper, because nobody else has reported it. There was a report on TNT at the intermission of the two games they're airing tonight that CNN Sports is reporting Doc Rivers is the next head coach of the Bucks, and he very well may be at some point. But nobody else has corroborated this story. They actually were just doing a halftime update, and they had no mention of it again. So they talked about it and then didn't talk about it. You think it's such a big story, they would talk about it. Here's uh, what he thinks happened. Unless CNN suddenly has a secret NBA source nobody else has, I have a guess. It's important to know in this that Warner Brothers owns CNN and TNT, and they operate NBA TV. What he thinks happened is an NBA TV scriptwriter pre-wrote a news item about the Bucks hiring Doc Rivers. That'll happen sometimes. You write things so that you're ready to go. You say what might happen, and you write it so you're ready to go. That's how these articles come out. What happened? And there's a whole article detailing it. Oh, okay. They must have had this ready. They had some information. But he says the scriptwriter assumes someone else would break it, and then CNN would confirm it. Somehow, it was read during an update on NBA TV earlier tonight. Um, Kevin Draper says this then floats over to the people at TNT and inside the NBA where producers don't apply enough skepticism, who confirmed this? Where's the news story or tweet? Why doesn't Woj have it? So they just uh, announced it on the air, and it was, who was it, Shep? Adam Lefko? Yeah, we have the, I I mean, I. uh, it's all over Twitter right now if you want to hear it, Bart. Yeah, here's the audio of them announcing and crediting CNN Sports. So So great in clutch time. Okay, are we ready for breaking news? Um... We have news in from CNN. They are reporting. From CNN? Sports. From CNN Sports that Doc Rivers has accepted the Milwaukee Bucks head coaching position. As you may remember, earlier today, Adrian Griffin relieved of duties. Uh, They were second or third best record in the NBA. And CNN Sports is now reporting that Doc Rivers will be the next coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. The Athletic had some reports earlier that during the in-season tournament, Doc Rivers was being used to give advice to Adrian Griffin to try and help out the first-year head coach. And now about a month later, Doc Rivers is the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks. Shaq, you said earlier in pregame that there's something... Yeah, it just doesn't seem like uh, it doesn't seem like it's an actual report. You even you uh, Bart, you even heard in that clip, and we we love Jamal Crawford, man. Like you even heard Jamal Crawford like CNN Sports. Well, yeah, there's a sports page on <laughs> CNN.com, but there's like everyone that is CNN Sports <laughs> is Warner Brothers Sports. I mean, TNT Sports. I, I really I I believe I. Kevin Draper, I just read his tweets. Right. I think his theory is accurate. Somebody wrote it. Right. It got through some weird channels. And uh, they basically are reporting news off of their sister's TV channel's report that was made for them just in case the report was news, if now, that look, yeah. makes sense. Now, look, I, I'm not – look, we, we talk sports for a living, right, Bart? I mean, Marco, yourself, obviously, you know, myself. And the, the reality is this isn't that big of a deal 
because we've had too many people jump the gun on all of these reportings, and it happens. Where I find to be very troubling is that CNN is going to be hosting presidential debates, and this is the same channel that is literally just trying to report news so they can be first. This goes beyond sports, what they did with this report. This is horrible. I feel like this is more of a TNT, NBA, TV mix-up. Really? And somewhere CNN, because CNN <laughs> is, is a part of it. What is CNN? But but <sighs> but it's all under the Discovery, Warner Brothers umbrella. Yeah, that, that's the problem. But CNN takes the hit, because according to CNN. So, oh, yeah, CNN will take the hit. Right. So l- Even listen, though I don't think they did anything. Well, then, 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 the, then the execs at TNT, and I know it's under the whole Discovery umbrella, like you said, or NBA TV need to take the L for this. And say, we jumped the gun and reading a report we never should have had our hands on. And we were trying to be first and break the news. But they're not going to do that because no, because the, the big wigs don't take accountability in this industry. And so because yeah. of that, CNN is going to take the hit. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to hurt them when it comes to 2024, which is what we all really want to uh, you know, have you know, down pat. But unfortunately, that's not going to go well either. I think uh, what happened here was they had a news story that they put in drafts. Sure. And they were going to just add who broke the news. Right. And instead of, they might have accidentally hit publish instead of save for later. Bart, the number one rule in journalism is accuracy before expediency. That is the number one rule of journalism. You have to be factually correct in what you're reporting. And for the NBA on TNT and for NBA TV... Just to run willy-nilly with a report because it was a rough draft as a press release. So, like, there needs to be an explanation and there needs to be consequences. This isn't, this isn't good for – I'm sick and tired Man, of seeing – you're out for blood. I'm just sick and tired of seeing <laughs> so many shortcomings in our industry. Like, like we got to stand for better than this. Like, we can't, just, we can't just willy-nilly report things because we want to be first. Like, that's – like, the thing, the thing that bothers me about this is it's an insult to the Bucks organization. It's an insult to, honestly, Adrian Griffin. And it diminishes the other candidates that could potentially be up for this job. Like, I, you know what I really feel, feel bad for, honestly? I know this is not going to be brought up enough. I felt bad for Jeff Van Gundy. Jeff Van Gundy got the boot for Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers, it seems like he's out of this job for three months. And Jeff Van Gundy's name has been circulated with this Bucks organization since Adrian Griffin got the boot. But Doc Rivers is now going to get that job over him, too. Yeah, the whole thing's kind of weird. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. But as of right now, I would not be comfortable reporting that the Bucks have a head coach. Um, there is a report um, based on UPN and uh, the WB, oh, UPN Sports, the WBA Network, um, and also the Oprah Winfrey Channel that hmm. um, that the Bucks are indeed going with the one-time NBA champion as head coach Doc Rivers. Uh, hmm. Details are going to be emerging. Well, until I get that uh, clarified by the Versus Network. <laughs> Or Dumont Television, right? Right. I'm um, I'm gonna have to see sources on those. Okay. Okay. That 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 sounds that sounds good. Apple TV also has the same report. Yeah. Again, I'm gonna need to see, um, you know, the Nashville Network come out with something. Right. And then maybe I'll I'll uh, be able to be a little more comfortable. All right. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We want to talk a lot of football. We want to talk a lot of football. Teams that are playing. Teams that aren't playing. It's the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is the Bart Winkler Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio. 
I am Bart Winkler. How's it going, Shep? Good. How are you? Oh, good. Oh, good, good, good. Um, I got a tweet here that I want to read in a second. Do want to remind people about our friends at Wesley Financial. Portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. If you're stuck in a timeshare and want out, contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. Um, I am Bart. I got a tweet from a guy named Bart. He says, as another guy named Bart, it's kind of strange to hear another Bart. I'm just Bart, not Bartholomew. I enjoy your show. I'll get used to hearing Bart and know they're not talking about me. I will follow you back, sir. Uh, Bart Pride. I will say that I'm glad to know you're just Bart and not Bartholomew. I do get upset when people ask me that. I introduce, I say, I'm Bart. And they go, just Bart? I don't I don't like the just Bart of it. You're not Bartholomew? It's like when you meet a when you meet a Michael, do you go, just Michael? You're not Michelangelo? No. You, you, no, it's not. It's, I told you what my name is. If my name was Bartholomew, I'd say it's Bartholomew. It's Bart. So Bart to Bart. I, I think you can I think you can sympathize with me. There. Bartholomew. Eight five five two one two Bartholomew two two seven. Shut up, lady. That ain't my name. Kurt's in California. Hey, Kurt. Hey, Bart. We have something in common. Our first name ends with uh, the same two letters: R T. Wow, are we kindred spirits or what? I think so, uh, Bart. I had uh, one comment to make about Tony Gwynn before I ask you a football question. You know what, Robert? Roberts have something in common with us. Robert RT. That's true. Yeah. Tony Gwynn lifetime hit three oh nine after two strikes. That's pretty good. And my foot and my football question to you is this week we have two interesting games coming up. Two quarterbacks have Super Bowl experience. The other two don't. If you had to choose, which of the two would you choose this week? The two quarterbacks with experience or the two that don't? And I'll listen to it off the air. So I have, to, I have to I have to pick uh Goff and Mahomes or Purdy and Lamar. Who would I rather pick yeah. of the two? Um yeah, and and the Super Bowl guys are the away guys too. Well, there's so much talk about experience. So who who are we ranking as the best quarterback left? Is it Mahomes? He's been the more. He's been the two, and Goff has been to at least. Goff has been the one. Mahomes has been to three. Yeah, but Goff if I'm saying. Goff no. has been to three Super Bowls? Mahomes, Mahomes has been to three. Mahomes has been to three. Goff has been to one. We're yes. all on the same page, so yeah. So they so they both have Super Bowl experience, so they've been to this level coming up this weekend. I'm just trying to think, like, who, if I could pick one quarterback to lead my team, who would I pick? And I think I would still go Lamar right now over Mahomes right now. I think I would. And then I would go Goff, and then I would go Purdy. Sorry, San Fran. So you would go one and one. You'd have one 
that has football, uh, Super Bowl experience and that one that doesn't. Yeah, I think I answered your question, right? Yes. And <laughs> as for that CNN report about Doc Rivers, yeah, I think it would have. I think it would have had more credibility had they Uh-oh. concluded that report with uh, Bugs Bunny saying, uh, <laughs> "What's up, Doc?" All right, <laughs> very good, Kurt in California. Nice. There's also the joke that the Bucks could have had Nick Nurse this offseason, but instead went for a Doc Rivers. Potentially. Still seems to be where all the signs are heading, but I don't know what got reported earlier. John is in South Carolina. What's up, John? Hey, buddy. Just want to go ahead and give you your poll question. Uh, the guy I want in there is going to be Josh Allen is going to be the one to win the Super Bowl. Uh, Stroud's too young. Uh, Baker, we already know his skill set. I wouldn't bet on him. And uh, Allen's got all the skills. He just needs a better coach or something. Hey, and I think the biggest loser quarterback that has the biggest risk is Lamar Jackson because Mahomes has done it, so he's good. Uh, The other guys are young. They haven't done it. Detroit's made the magic march. So if Lamar Lamar comes up short, that's going to be the big thing because everybody else is kind of hit. You know, if Kansas City comes up short, nobody's going to say, oh, my gosh, Mahomes uh, bad. So that's the big thing. I think if Allen's going to win the Super Bowl and Lamar's got the most to lose in losing this uh, game, if he does. I'll take it off, man. Thanks. Yeah, I think that's a good point, John, in terms of what these quarterbacks have at stake. Jared Goff's already been to one. Uh, and even even though he hasn't won it, Detroit, I mean, loves him. He got them back to an NFC Championship game. And I know we still have, like, questions about Jared Goff and where he ranks, but we have a lot more of those questions about Brock Purdy. So Jared Goff losing a championship game is not going to get the level of scrutiny that Brock Purdy losing a championship game would. And if Patrick Mahomes doesn't get there, we'll all just blame the wide receivers, and he's been to a bunch anyway. And if Lamar doesn't get there, doesn't matter how that – like what, he, could, he could do what Josh Allen did this weekend. Josh Allen was great. Josh Allen was great, I think. And they lost, and so it's a Josh Allen problem. Lamar could rush for 100 yards and throw for 350, and if the Ravens lose by three points, Lamar didn't do enough, and that's going to be the narrative on that because it's another playoff game. So, yeah, I think you're right there. Uh, Lamar has the most to lose. There, in turn, he may have the most to gain. Let's talk to Daniel in Chicago. Oh, Daniel. Hey, how you doing? What's up, man? I'm doing good. I'm going to give you another name now. You are the man of respect. Why? You, why? Because the way you talk to people, you give respect to people, and it's vice versa. So that's why I'm giving you, I'm giving you that. You are a man of respect. Well, that's great. Uh, I respect you as well, Daniel, driving all night in that car, getting people that's around right. safely. That's right. What do you and got? It's so foggy in, so foggy in Chicago now, so yeah. everything is so, you know. I just want to ask you, what do you know? What do you what do you know about the our the new offensive coordinator? Oh, for the Bears? Yeah. The guy from Seattle? You know about, yeah, the guy from Seattle. What do you know about him? Um, I know that like he got Geno Smith to the playoffs, so that's pretty good. Shane Waldron. I don't know. I oh, I, I I have to see like what he does with who his quarterback is. I I don't think it's a bad hire. Okay. 
Yeah, that's what you think. I think it's a good idea, you know. So depending on what what you're gonna what you're gonna take, maybe keep uh, Justin Field or trade him or something like that. But well, it's, they, it just still seems that. like they're gonna draft Caleb. Yeah, he's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's no problem, you know. So hopefully we're getting ourselves together for Super Bowl next year. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might be a couple of years or longer away, but. That would be fun for Chicago for sure. That's that's right. Yeah. You know, we're coming up we're we're coming up on the 40th anniversary of their last Super Bowl win. Oh. <laughs> don't, don't remind me, Mr. Bach. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. A, I don't want to know that. It's a long time. Long <laughs> time. Yeah, that's a long time. That's, All right, Daniel, stay stay safe in the fog. Okay, thank. Thank you. Have a nice evening, though. All a- right, you too. Man of respect. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Daniel, in Chicago. Well, and you, you call up a sports radio station, you know, that that's a big moment. You are being broadcast all over the continent. There are people that are going to have opinions based on what you say. If you give us the respect to call in, we will do that in kind. And uh, there's more people on the phone that I will come and talk to in a couple of minutes, I want to respect you and give you more than 10 seconds. So I will uh, delay that till the next hour if you're willing to sit there. So I'm not I'm, I'm not disrespecting you by keeping you on hold. I just want to give you more than 13 seconds. And by, yeah. and, and by delay by the hour, not you're going to delay them for an hour. You're going to delay them until the next hour. So we only really have to wait yeah, for a few yeah. minutes. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, we'll do a new hour. Right, yeah. I'll say some garbage about me and I'll make a joke <laughs> that's dumb and I'll... Give an update on CNN Sport, well, and then the I'll say. Well, the doc joke wasn't dumb at all. Well, I stole that. Obviously, yeah. I steal my material. I just look on Twitter and pick the funniest things and pass it off as my own. Uh, I do do that, um, and that's what I'll do during the next uh, couple of minutes. So, hope to come back with some more entertaining stolen jokes, if you let me. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Let's talk some football. Or basketball. Or baseball. Or wrestling. Your call, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.